Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball Overtime, the basketball game show. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me, I have Kyle Charles. Happy to be back. And Justin Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is Monday, December, 20, uh, December 6th, 2021. We are recording live from the Yay Studio. Uh, we just wrapped up episode 30. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. We certainly had a whole lot of fun. Um, as always, follow us at yay underscore basketball on Twitter and Instagram. Add me on the ground. And just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. Um, so if you didn't listen to Yay Basketball Overtime number one, uh, this is just our kind of show after the show. We discuss the pot, we discuss the episode we just did, uh, you know, just kind of basic talking points around the league, things of that nature, just more of a free flowing show. So boys, what do you think of that episode? I had a lot of fun. I had a blast. I like the one of game. That's, <laughs> I wasn't online too much this week, so a lot of those were, we were really having to guess at them. I'm sad we missed Dwight and JoJo. That yeah, we were really close. To, so we're going to get that one. Uh, so close. But it was, yeah, uh, it was a blast. And that's a shout out. If you listen to the episode, you'll realize why that's a funny joke. Um, the Drake one was stupid. I really thought for a second <clears throat> you had the Miles Bridges rap from Instagram clipped. <laughs> I didn't. It is so bad you need to pull that up i will <laughs> it's so bad um let's see so the final score of that game was 400 400 you guys got rodman quicker than i wanted you to i i maybe left too much in with the, everybody knows would that have gotten rid of it for you if i didn't do that everybody knows i smoke cigars it sort of uh, sounded like doc rivers if he was on a lot of drugs <laughs> like the raspiness was there <laughs> i just couldn't figure out the rest of it but that's all i mean that's how i figured I would assume if I was describing Dennis Rodman as somebody who didn't know him, it would be Doc Rivers on a lot of drugs, <laughs> like cigars and women. So. Cigars and women. Um, I, no, that one was just weird, but I wouldn't have gotten it on my own, just because I was thinking current. Oh yeah, I thought you had that one because you signaled on that one that. The, well, the the uh, what's his name, uh, New York Knicks. Oh, the Randall one. The yeah, Randall yeah. one. I I'd, yeah. I'd heard that. Yeah, I also had heard the Chris Broussard thing earlier in the week too. Yeah, I mean those were. Maybe the, I gotta quit listening to NBA news. Well, no talk shows, no, so I can help you out a little bit. Fine line there. Uh, <laughs> so I have nothing to talk about <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of a game we might play this week. I'm ready <laughs> if I we do it. Anything <laughs> content I'm here to help. Um, okay, so these overtimes are a lot of fun because uh, during the week, if you, if you know Justin at all, uh, and, or if you've just been listening along, you probably realize how much of a, a hot take machine this guy is. And, and a couple times this week, I had to look at him and just say, stop, save it for overtime, because we need to talk about that. And the first thing that I want to get to is your comparison of this year's Washington Wizards to the 2004 Detroit Pistons. I was going to object to the premise here. Yeah, that's not the premise at all. The premise is that the reason you looked at me and was like, no, was I said Bradley Beal is a better individual player than anybody on that 2004 Pistons team. <sighs> now, hang on, because I'm still going to stand by that other premise a little bit because I do think this team knows their roles, and it's a bunch... The comparison was it's a bunch of non-star, star-level players that can come together, and their whole is better. The you know, some of the parts, the whole sure. analogy, whatever that mm -hmm. saying is. I feel like George W. Bush, but um, like <laughs> fool me, fool me again, but fold again. Uh, but that's what I, I do feel that way, though. I do feel like they have already shown to be a pretty good team and a pretty good surprise on the season, a fourth of the way through even though they're in their little rough patch, and I think down 17 right now. But yeah, uh, Sabonis is killing them. He's like 9 of 11 or some shit. Okay, um, so let's get 25, 8, and 3. Let's yeah. wait. How far into the game? It's in the third Two minutes quarter. left in the third quarter. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. You're talking about like early First in the quarter, game. it's not even done yet. Um, okay, so let's get into this then. So uh, just, just, just eye test of your knowledge or just brain. Uh, Bradley Bill better than Chauncey Billups, Kyle? I was okay. So... When he threw this out earlier, I was walking away and I was like, well, I think Bradley Beal is probably better than Chauncey or Rashid, however you want to break that down. But I was coming back to say, but I would still take the Pistons because I think no other player on the Wizards is better than any of the starting five right. on the Pistons, right. which I don't think you agreed with, Justin. Uh, 
only because I'd have to I'd have to hear all five of the starting five of the Pistons. So here's here was the argument I was going to make. It's mm-hmm. Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Torian Prince, Rasheed Wallace, and Ben Wallace. I and I knew that off the top of my head. Yes. And aside from Kyle Kuzma, I couldn't name to you the other three Wizards starters. I think Spencer <laughs> right Din- now. I would take Spencer Dinwiddie before Torian Prince, but uh, that's okay. You would take Spencer Dinwiddie over Torian Prince? Mm-hmm. Wait, you mean Tayshawn Prince? You get it. Well, he Prince. said I probably said Torian. He said Torian. Prince. Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tayshawn. He said sorry. Torian. Uh, but then, all, but also yes, Tayshawn. Yeah. <laughs> well, that <laughs> sure. Tayshawn was a great defender, though. Uh, well, and here's the thing: defender. you could, like Chauncey is. I don't think it's the best player on that 2004 Pistons team. So I do you want to? Do you want to compare yeah. just the 2004 defense, season, so. or do you want to go career? Like, do you want to say like over the course of their career? I mean, because career averages, you know, I mean, Tayshawn Prince in his in his rookie season averaged three points per game. He played. He played. He started five games and averaged ten minutes. Uh, a you game. want to over comparing Spencer Dinwiddie and Tayshon? No, no, no. I was oh. just saying. Do you want to go the 2004 Pistons? What they were in that, that 2004 season, season, season against yeah. the Wizards yeah. right now? Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Got you. So right now, Bradley Beal averaging 22. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. twenty-two. We'll call it five rebounds and six assists. Right, yeah. Chauncey Billups. He's got Chauncey in points. Two thousand four, he averaged sixteen and a half uh, rebounds. He's got six, um, and then he averaged sorry three and a half rebounds, six assists per game. Okay. So he's he's creating more for his team. Well, he's creating essentially the exact same for his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Pistons just didn't have a volume guy mm-hmm. at all. That's why they won. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like I, they want other defense. Yeah, there's there's differences. This is the Wizards team is not better defensively than them. I would they're probably better offensively than them. Probably one of the best defensive teams ever. Yeah, but I also I'm not saying that this is the best offensive team ever. I just think it's, the comparison was the players know what they're like. It's not a star driven team. Mm-hmm. All the other teams generally that win star driven teams. Okay. Right. Yeah. One I, guy and then a bunch of eh guys. I just envision, like, I'm looking at the box score from tonight, and they're starting KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford, Bradley Beal, and Aaron Holiday, and I can't think that, that team just doesn't get absolutely demolished by that Pistons team. They would they would put him in a in, in the chokey, if you've um, seen Matilda. Which, which rules? With what? Okay. Basketball rules? Yeah, well, that's true. That's the rules, fair. The rules to change. So that Pistons team can't play the same defense they played then. Yeah, but we're not talking about the 90s, though. This is 2004. 2004. I know the rules did also have also changed. They've changed, uh, but they've also... They're, we're not talking about last season when it was sure. like Bradley Beal could just launch into a fender and get a foul call. Not like he did and that, I but he could. And I didn't say this team was better than that team. Right, I know That's that. kind of my, my like what I feel is being framed here, and I will not. I'm not Roger Rabbit. You will not do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think a happy middle ground is that we all agree Bradley Beal is better than any individual player on that Pistons team. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean because of, because of his point production, but like he's he's. What do we he's not talk about? Easily the best offensive player on. Of, of yes, all of them. offensive and it's absolutely. Not close. Offensive absolutely, but there's mm-hmm. five guys on the court at one time. Ten guys on the court at one time, right? You mm-hmm. have to play both sides. I, yeah. What does Bradley do on the defensive side of the ball? Not much. Whole lot of nothing. Yeah, he's not James Harden. Nothing, but I hear you. I mean, Bradley Beal for this season is averaging nearly a steal a game, which for your starting shoot, shooting guard is okay, like fine. Yeah. But how many of those are just, def- I mean, that's something we talked about a little bit last week was deflections slash interceptions, things of that nature. But yeah. how many of those are just tips and things like that? I think a steal a game is fair for your starting two guard who plays yeah. right now. He's playing 36 minutes a game. So I think that mm-hmm. that's probably a steal a game falls into your lap. Whereas Tayshawn Prince in the 2004 season uh, averaged... Okay, never mind. He averaged 0.7 steals a game. Oh man! But like lock up, he was like a he was like known to be a good. Yeah, there are other stats, obviously. Right. Other yeah. than that, yeah. But in no world, we don't pay for advanced metrics. That's in true. No That's true. World. Um, Can he guard Bradley Beal? In no world. I mean, he held his own against Kobe. young Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant, as much as you despise they, him, is leagues ahead of anything. The Lakers, the Lakers beat year. themselves. That I do agree with that. Like, uh, the Lakers just imploded. Also, just were off a of fucking three peat, and also your two stars hated each other. And Shaq ate like a pizza a day or something. Yeah, well, he also probably still does that, and that's probably not the. He probably wastes more than that just living. He so bought like, one of the biggest pizza pizza yeah, brands like, in the country just because of that. Rather than the world. Move. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Also, I would have to see what Kobe averaged for that 
finals to really agree with you that he held his own or even stopped him at all. Because um, we've seen LeBron lose and get swept and average monster numbers. Okay. Whole guy got an MVP off of that. So in the 2004 finals, uh, Kobe averaged 24 and a half a game, mm-hmm. four rebounds and five and a half assists. Shaq averaged 20 points a game, fucking 16 rebounds. <laughs> And three assists a game. Yeah. Um, Kobe had a steal and a half. Fuck. Shaq averaged three blocks a game in that series. So I wouldn't really call that like locking Kobe down. In the in the two thousand four finals? That's what I got. Are you looking at something different? Are we seeing different numbers? Basketball reference has a way different I'm on basketball reference. Oh, maybe I'm looking at the season. It says basic seven. What does it say for games played? Uh game started six. Wasn't it a six-game series? Five-game series. Oh, well, then I'm looking at something wrong. Anyways, Kobe would, I mean, do horrible things to Bradley Beal in every... I mean, that's not what we're talking about, but, like, Kobe is so far ahead of Bradley Beal, you can't really put them in the same conversation. For sure. But... He shot 38% from the field. That's kind of his career, 17% from three. 22.6 a game. That that makes sense. That kind of tracks for me for a young Kobe. Yeah. What was Shaq doing, since my numbers were all off? 26.6 26.6 points, 10.8 rebounds. Mm. If anything, Shaq Shooting got shut down more than 63% from the field. Yeah. Well, well not, I, can shoot, <laughs> I can shoot that from fucking right here all day. You know I mean? And why don't you? Yeah, go do it. Go do it against an NBA player. <laughs> Here's a question I have. A couple weeks, not a couple weeks ago, recently I saw an interview with Kobe, who has passed, of course. So it was not a few weeks ago, but it was when the whole Shaq and Kobe reunion thing happened. And. Kobe said, you know, if Shaq had been uh, more motivated that they wouldn't have won 10 straight. Do we think that's true or what? Well, is it the same interview? He's like, if he would have had my mentality, I'd have 12 fucking rings or he says something like that. He's probably had multiple conversations like that. Something along those lines. But that's unrealistic. I don't think anybody has that Kobe mentality. That's fucking psychotic. Like, it's just kind of as rare as somebody having Shaq's physical abilities. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. if if he took it more seriously and wasn't eating burgers before games and stuff, like that, that was his whole, It was it's known that that was like his pregame ritual. It was like, get a burger well, yeah. and fries But I don't think Kobe's statement is wrong. He was a, he was maniacal like me and was in the gym every day. Then yeah. I don't think it's, it's even far-fetched to think that they would go on a fucking 10-year run. So then that would have started, what, 99, same, same time, right? Um, yeah, do I think they went like 10 straight? No. Probably not 10. But like... They don't lose to the Pistons. They don't lose to the Pistons. I don't think if if they get along, they probably won five in a row, though. At least five, I'd say. I mean, the the really the biggest the biggest threat to the team during that stretch was the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, uh, they're, that miracle Derek Fisher shot. Yeah. Rethinking it now, they might have won like ten in a row. Ten in a row. If he's as maniacal as Kobe Bryant is, mine sans but injury, does he also obviously. like yeah drive his body into the ground? In That's a true. Way because he's, he's so big, he pulls about, a Zion and yeah. he fucks up everything. So That's let's a fun what if that is a mm-hmm. fun one. So let's see here. So they lost in two thousand four. So if we we agree that if that if the that if they're getting along and he's he's doing his thing and 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 they are like on the grind together that they beat the Pistons in two thousand four. Yeah, we agree with that. I think so. Okay. Then the Pistons go back-to-back Eastern Conference champs. Do they beat the Pistons again? Or, sorry, do they get over the Spurs in 2005? I don't see them losing before the finals outside of injury. The Spurs were their biggest. Mm -hmm. And then you get into, into like, a a completely different conversation because 2006 goes with the Heat win with Shaq on the team. So then you're just kind of throwing it. That's gotta get thrown out. You gotta figure out who else would be there. I don't know who else. Right. That's yeah. a history lesson I don't have. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, just so we're aware, in their three peat, in their three finals series, they lost a total of three games. Yeah. In during those during the three peat. Pacers, Nets, Sixers. Pacers, Sixers, Nets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Good. Good memory there. They went four two against the Pacers, four uh, one against the Sixers, and then they swept the fucking Nets. Of course. Um. Poor Jason Kidd. Uh, well, he just kidding. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, just kidding. Um, but if he stays, if he goes crazy and is like mentally like insane, like Kobe is, Shaq, then he probably ruins Tim Duncan's career. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah, 
I mean, this, if, oh my gosh, that's such a big what if. That's such a big hypothetical to kind of like, we could dive into one day on, on Yee Basketball what if. Whoop, dropped a hint there. Um, but if Shaq, meaning the most dominant physical force we've ever seen in the NBA, if he had not even Kobe's mentality, have but him. like, have, even if you had like LeBron's mentality, who's known to not be like that, like obsessive kind of thing like that, yeah. like the way that Kobe is, even if he had that just like relentless work ethic for him, like his body and staying in shape and things like the opposite of Zion is what I'm saying. If he was that, then yeah, we're maybe talking about the best player ever, I think. For a, sure. A I think Kobe, Kobe said that, I think, in that interview or in a interview before. He's like, he'd be the best player ever and I'd have like 12 rings. Man. Yeah, I think that's just a tough, tough middle ground to find. I mean, I'm always surprised at Jokic's health overall. He hasn't had a lot of catastrophic injuries, I don't think. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't miss a lot of time. And in the beginning of every season, there's always like, oh, Jokic is overweight. How long is it going to you know, take Jokic to get back in shape? Well, it's a long season. Like, okay, he's a little overweight at the beginning of the year, but he's also not grinding his body down yeah. every offseason. Yeah. And also his play style doesn't really lend itself well to be like if he was some slender, thin guy, like if he was Porzingis, obviously shorter, but if he was like as thin as Porzingis, he's not doing the kinds of things that he is. And obviously, you know, Jokic is super fucking skilled and and that's why he won the MVP last year because of his playmaking, I think, in general. But um, yeah, I mean, if Jokic is a a small guy, he's not doing what he's doing in the post the way that he does. Um, So... Uh, we we talked about this a minute ago, but now the Pacers uh, are only up by twelve. So the the uh, Wizards making a little run right now. Hello, Cool J. Yeah. Comeback. Um, on the on the topic of the Pacers, you mentioned this before we started, Kyle. Uh, you think the Pacers need to trade Miles Turner or uh, uh, Sabonis? Yeah, trade one of them. We need a little shakeup. It's gotten a little stagnant. We've had some fun nights in the NBA, but I'd really like to see a change. Mm-hmm. I think that's a totally plausible one. The Pacers are not doing well. Nope, nine and sixteen uh, right aside now. Aside from tonight's current uh, score, it's sort of inexplicable with Rick Carlisle as the head coach and the talent they have on that team. Clearly, I just it doesn't work. They have a lot of talent. Their their record does not align with the amount of potential yeah. that roster has. So I think you have to make a move, get a wing back in there. If you're just not getting enough from Levert. Um, I, I can see like, different teams looking for different things. Like, I think Turner would be a better fit for the Warriors over Sabonis. Uh, so they have options. I mean, I think Sabonis makes a lot more sense on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's got to be pretty easy to move one of them. I think Sabonis brings back a lot of value. Yeah. I more, think they both more, do. more value. Turner's than a Turner, prolific personally. shot blocker. I mean, if yeah. that's what you need, if, that's, if you're the Celtics and you desperately need that, <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. he's probably the better because you don't. You know, all your other guys yeah. are taking your offensive touches. Mm. Depends, I guess, what you're going to get back. If you think you can get... Because, like, with Sabonis, if you give up Sabonis, you can get a scoring wing back, in my opinion, because you're giving them a scoring big man. I just don't know, like, what... Hmm, now we're getting off topic, but it's like, what do the Celtics have to trade? They want to keep Tatum and... Brown. Brown. You're not, not getting Those two aren't going yeah, any... They're locked down. Un- unless you're giving them... Somebody crazy. Yeah. And the roster as it currently stands is not going to achieve the goals that they have in mind. No. So I don't even know who starts for them anymore outside of Tatum and Brown. Josh Richardson, well, is he their starting We say poker? all that. They're in the eighth seed right now. Do they? Do we think they want to be in the eighth seed? Well, no. Uh, no, you want to win a title, but like, if you're like, okay, here's where we're at, and the East is fucking stacked. So we talked about Tatum a little bit uh, at, at some point. That's true. <laughs> We talked about Tatum at some point recently, but um, Tatum's 23. Yep. Like, he's still young. Young as shit. Um, Four years till that prime hit. Yeah. Uh, Brown's 25. Uh, I mean, Josh Richardson even, like, he's been around. He, You know, Dallas and Philly and now Boston, but he's 28. Uh, you know, young guys. R- Romeo Langford isn't like, I mean, he's given him, like, I think, tw- like 15 minutes a game or something, but... Um, do you I can't really get say over Ennis Freedom? Oh I'm my sorry. god! I just saw that Ennis Freedom. Holy mm-hmm. moly! Did, Did you, you see the screen grab from the Sixers game? No. Somebody was following the play by play like feed on ESPN and just said Embiid blocks Freedom. <laughs> 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 oh. 
That's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into this, but the whole Ennis Cantor and, and uh, Jeremy Lin thing kind of frustrating me when he's like trying to call out Jeremy Lin for like. It, oh, Ennis Cantor is going to be full right wing by the end of this season. He was on Fox News last week. Like, it's crazy. He, it will take him getting cut. I think that's the final step to becoming an insane online right winger. Mm. <laughs> Losing your job that you're not. He's had to have made uh, up to a bar lot for. of money already, right? Who and his cancer? Yeah, and freedom and his freedom. Um, yeah. Like you, but you've you've had you've made millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, but it right? ain't, it ain't always. I mean, you know, also That's true, he's not but like he's not getting starters money. I mean, what's the biggest contract of his career? Wait, why are we talking about his money? I, in my head, like, why are you trying to set up a right wing? No, I just think he hangs career. out around weird DC people too much. That's probably true. And also, you know who's closer to, to getting kicked out of the league because of his insane ideas? Kyrie Irving. He's not. I don't think about kicked out of the Wait, league didn't or anything. did just come across he's waiting for a vegan vaccine to be available? You're fucking kidding. <laughs> I think that was on I'm not kidding you. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, I'm not trying to alienate anybody, and I don't know much about it, but what the fuck? Is there such thing as a non-vegan? I think in terms of it was tested on animals. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Respect. Understood. But come on now. I saw something he's like, he's like planning on being traded. Not like planning, but like he's only knows he's only going to play again if he gets traded. But somebody made a good point that if you were the Nets, the better course of action was to make him play the away games. If you really thought you had a chance to get him playing full-time and get him vaccinated, that if you make him play the away games and you get some camaraderie and you get some like winning like that want to do them better, yeah. that your teammates can also kind of semi-bully you into peer pressure. Like, hey, get this vaccine. We can just keep winning. When we're on the road, we win. When we're home, we lose because we don't have you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also just like getting the edge back of like, oh, I'm playing. Again. Somebody said they should just say, hey, get in shape because you're going to play Christmas Day and just make him play Christmas Day. And in then, LA. then on, yeah, in LA. And then just make him continue to play the rest of the season on the away games and then hope it kind of works out. At the crypto.com arena. Mm -hmm. Staples Science got taken down today. Here's what's crazy. I don't want You bought it just. Call it the Staples Center. You're going to make money whether your name's on it or not. Just call it the Crypto Center. Yeah. Or the Crypto Crypt. I don't know. Crypto but like, Arena? Crypto yeah. Arena. Like, come on. Just call it the Crypt? That's horrifying. Like, that's scary. Oh. That's a thing. Clippers have to get out of there promptly oh, before yeah. the jokes start. Yeah. It's, I don't want to spend too long on this, but as, as Kyle, as someone who, you know, is in the crypto game yourself, do, do you, have you ever used Crypto.com once? Nope. I have not either. and They I, spend a lot of money on marketing. They got all the F1 billboards yeah, as well. Yeah, they're all over the place. I saw a theory that because they're so big overseas that they're thinking that they just want to break into the, the U.S. market. But they had that big Matt Damon commercial, all that. Blah, blah. Anyways. Um, We're seeing that money across the entire sports spectrum. Yeah. Like Bomani Jones was talking yesterday on Twitter about this is why we're seeing all of these insane... Uh, like college football coaching contracts and buyouts and why Miami's willing to pay $8 million to tell a coach to fuck off because all of these boosters, that's kind of how they made a lot of their profits over the past year. Like yeah. yeah. Just, be, you know, the people talking about it are not the only people profiting from this. And I think we're seeing a lot of those windfalls across the entire kind of sports industry. I mean, I know that like over the course of time, we won't actually think of it to be weird for it to be crypto.com. Yeah, just like Staples, as we all think of Staples Center before the store. Yeah, I mean, right, exactly. I have not been to a Staples store in a very long time, in a very long time. Um, but LeBron won a championship playing his home games at Quicken Loans Arena. And we don't talk about that. I mean, all the weird names uh, in the league. Smoothie Shark. King Center. <laughs> I'm going to say Gilbert. something. Uh, Go ahead. For whatever reason... And it never clicked in my head that the Staples Center was owned by Staples. There we go. One time. Wow. I well, was like, yeah, there Staples, you go, Center, Staples. That's why you're out of business. And Money then, well spent. It, but like, it doesn't. It makes sense, obviously. But I never even thought about that. Never even came into my head. Literally, their logo the, on the, the side Staples of the building. Logo yeah, the building. I, I was like, oh, it looks similar. And then I was like, oh, right, whatever. Whoever owns this so just what, called it the Staples Center. Did you think that the Boss family bought it? It was from just the Staples Center to me. Mr. Staples? It's or? just always been the Staples Center to me. Like, I was like, all right, that makes sense, I guess, whatever. That's what it's called. I... Right. Well, we're from here, like, in my head, Kemper Arena has always been Kemper Arena. 
And so I never thought about why it's named that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I still call the Sprint Center the Sprint Center, even though it's the T-Mobile arena. Uh, I drive yeah. past it every day, and it trips me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like it. But also, we're way off topic, but, like, <laughs> their merger is so fucking weird. Like, you can still get both plans. I don't know what the hell's going on with T-Mobile and Sprint. Um, Sprint's dead, but I'll tell you that right now. As somebody who had a Sprint phone, they're like, you're putting new SIM cards in your phone because Sprint's dead. Okay. So like in like a year, they're gonna, you can't even use the phone unless you have a T-Mobile SIM card. Hmm. Way well, off topic. Well, thanks for listening to Yay Basketball here. We're talking about Crypto.com and T-Mobile. Woo! Um, uh, so back on Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Do we... So the past, not this much this year, but a couple of years ago, we had a whole discussion about like player empowerment, player empowerment. Right. That was like the buzz term. Mm-hmm. But this whole situation with the Nets does feel like a how that concept can sort of backfire. Because I look at the Nets and I look at the Lakers and those are two rosters that for different reasons are completely out of whack. And it's because you're sort of, for better or worse, beholden to your star player and nothing gets approved without them. And that's not necessarily their job. Not that LeBron hasn't been good at it. But like building the roster isn't necessarily his job, just like it's not Kevin Durant's job to make roster decisions. Yeah. But the Nets can't really, they're kind of hamstrung here because any Kyrie decision has to go through Kevin Durant. Yeah. yeah. I think the weird one, I, I think you have to ask, and I'm asking myself this right now, is would Kyrie have found another cause? If it wasn't COVID and vaccines, let's say that doesn't happen, does he find another cause to be upset about or whatever? To not play. And I don't think that's the case. Hmm. But I, I do think it's come out that Kevin Durant's like, if you got to trade him, you got to trade him. Like, I don't think... I know that's what we're hearing, but... Also, you can't be that mad because you came here for Kyrie. And if you're Kevin Durant, like, I got vaccinated. So, like, can we just play basketball now? I think that's probably where he probably stands on it. I mean, I know that... Kevin Durant would love to have Kyrie Irving on his team. Yeah, you talk about this frequently that Kevin yeah. that Kyrie Irving is one of the most lethal guys in the league with the basketball Period. in his hands. But if you're not, what did you say last week? The best availability <laughs> is a bit. Oh, I mean, yeah. the best ability is availability. Um, he's not there. So yeah, if you're going to get some pieces for him, get rid of his. Ass. So he's not there, and what I and I don't know the answer to this. Is he still taking up a roster spot, even though he's not there. Yeah, yeah I know your money's him. still there. I know you're yeah. paying him, but I know if he like you can't just go sign another one. No. So you're now shorthanded on your depth chart. Like it just trickles down everywhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about how that affects just the other guys we don't talk about as much who probably took less money to be on a championship team. I mean, like. If you're Paul Millsap or Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge, and you probably could have got a little more money somewhere else. Don't but you took the minimum because mm-hmm. you thought this was going to get you a ring and that's what you wanted. Yep. Are you more pissed that this guy who's making 10 times what you're making is not playing. fucking up no. the reason that <laughs> you took less money? I hear you, but just be careful saying Paul Millsap around Justin. It's still a trigger <laughs> phrase for him. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, so, but, uh, I mean, I think the perfect situation, two teams that are in, they both... Hey, ben Simmons is also probably not vaccinated. Really? What? what? Yeah. There have been no reports that he's vaccinated. I guess, but there hasn't been in one that he's not. I mean, I okay. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that Ben's situation is that he has a stance against it. I think if he was yeah. not getting fined 35, was it 350 grand a game or something like that? Yeah. Or, or 30, I mean, he's currently being fined that much a game and he's still not playing. No, but I'm saying if that if that's on the table for him, I think it's different. Because he's not like Kyrie where he he will die for that yeah. cause kind of situation. It's more he's unhappy where he's uh, at, not an outside really factor. asked him. That's yeah. true. I don't know. I don't know the answer. You might you be right. You know who would play really good? On the Nets, either John Wall or Kimball Walker. Uh, you can't trade him. You can't trade him to New York because it doesn't make any sense because it's the same city, same problem. But you can trade him to Houston, Western Conference team, not competing. Kyrie Irving, you just and that's the other thing is you really like the Rockets take on Kyrie Irving for John you're Wall. Paying, you're, I think you're probably paying Kyrie less than you're paying John Wall. Who's I the Nets starting point guard? James Harden. Well. Yeah, but I mean, if you have oh, John Wall on the team, or is your starting three, is your starting John Wall and James Harden and Kevin Durant, and then yeah, who and Joe Harris or Patty right Mills? Right now, and then, James Harden Oof. doesn't have any legs to stand on because he's playing like fucking dog shit. Uh, for him, it's been better lately, but yeah, still not very good. 
Uh, yeah, he had a good name. He had a good game against the Knicks the other night. He I don't think he's ever going to put up MVP numbers again. I agree. Uh, not as long as he plays with. Not as long as he either a. Not as long as he plays with Durant or b. As long as these, if he can't adjust to these new rules, the yeah. the jump in rules and all that, then yeah, fucking completely agree. Um, I still think the best situation for both the Nets and the Sixers is to make the fucking trade, because I think you, that. But would you rather get stable? Mentally, C.J. McCollum, or mentally unstable Kyrie Irving. Uh, is Kyrie Irving that mentally stable? That's what I'm saying. Would you rather have you'd have you get mentally stable? No, is going to play C.J. McCollum, oh, okay. or you get question mark Kyrie Irving, who I recordly have said is amazing, and he's a better player overall, obviously, than C.J. is. But you know, C.J. is going to be there to play. Yeah, I think McCollum might be enough for them. I don't to take the safer. Bet. So I would too. But now, hold on. You're, are you talking from the Blazers' perspective where they're receiving Kyrie in four seasons? No, 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 no. I'm ben saying Simmons. do the McCollum. You're the Simmons 76ers. Trade. I think I would, it makes sense yeah. for both sides. Yeah. I Oh, I agree. I agree. And I was and, more saying that's the better trade in my opinion. But. And that was something that came out recently, last day or so, that um, Dame would like to have Ben Simmons, ben Simmons yeah. in Portland. Um, but also on the same kind of wave, you know, Stephen A says that if Dame wants to leave, he's going to play in New York. So who the fuck knows really what's happening there? But I don't think Stephen Dame A just wants, likes to yell. People about just keep saying Dame wants to leave, and every time Dame talks about it, he's like, "I don't want to go anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about." Right. And I'm inclined to believe Dame more uh, than most people in, in the league. Dame curates his appearance in the media more than most. Ninety five percent of the players yeah. in the league. So he's as it's got a whole. Guy for it as it stands now for the Nets, the James Harden's the starting point guard, Patty Mills, Bruce Brown, Kevin Durant, Lamarcus Aldridge. So you're gladly switching out Patty Mills for James, for John Wall and putting James Harden in the two spot, or no? Do well, you want that without Joe Harris right now? Yeah, that should be Joe Harris. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we do. We do have to see where John Wall is. We haven't seen him in no a minute. But, but I mean, he's he's got a. You're giving it a shot for a little bit, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... I don't know if I like that for either team. No, I don't at all. But I just... I mean, there... It feels like there are, what, three? So you got John Wall, Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and what's the other one that we, we talked about last week? Uh, I mean, maybe it's just those three. Those three trade scenarios that just feel like they're looming, that need to happen. Well, yeah. Something, also, something with the Blazers. that... Bunch of people feel that Buddy Heald is going to be, or De'Aaron Fox, one of those two is going to be the centerpiece of a big package coming up shortly. Yeah, as an uh, like a report on no dunks keeps talking about the inevitable Raptors Kings trade because both teams are Oof. in the tank. Who are they? That's true, but who, what? Who are the players involved in that? Yeah, fire sell your team. I get well, the Kings always fire sell. It could be two Kings pieces for Pascal. Yeah. Does that move the needle for the Kings? If you're pairing, let's say, De'Aaron Fox. Or- I wouldn't say anything moves the needle for the Kings Agreed. until I see Outside it. Agreed. Because uh, I'm not believing anything related to But if you're to Toronto, success. what are your a game out of the 10 spots? You're a game out of the, the play-in. So you right take now. back, like, Bagley, Heald, and Barnes. Yeah, but, and, but who do the Raptors give up for that, though? Siakam. Just Siakam? And throw that's in Chris a, Boucher. That's a lot for Siakam. That's what I was going to ask. Also, has they I love Siakam, want to but get rid of Bagley. L- yeah, Harrison, I think is on his last year. Fair. Does do? I guess do, maybe you're looking at yeah. I forget to look at contract. Yeah, I mean, like if they're on their last year, I mean, Barnes kind of doesn't want to spend the rest of his career with Sacramento. I imagine no. he's getting back into mm-hmm. ch- not champion, but you know, competitors. How form. old is he? He's over. He's over thirty, he's right? Like, yes, he's over thirty. So you're looking at the end of your career, like, all right, let me get somewhere. Uh, yeah, a guy, you're gonna lose a guy you want to lose, and Buddy Heald, who you've been trying to trade for three seasons. Yeah, for and then you get back Siakam. Yeah, when you look at it that way, yeah. If you're just looking at talent wise, it seems like a lot. With but Fox I mean, and Hallie and your, you know, defensive rookie. Yeah. So, but let's say that a, that a that a uh, trade is brought to the table for the Kings, where they're where the other team is demanding either Fox or Halliburton, who are you giving up? That's a tough one. Halliburton. You're giving up Halliburton. I'm just a bigger fan of De'Aaron Fox. There's no, like, numbers to back up that statement. Yeah. Just, uh, I feel that. I agree. I think he's a bigger draw. 
I, I agree that De'Aaron, and also he's just a bigger name, mm-hmm. I think because he was doing more when uh, the Kings were, I mean, as they are still, but I mean, last year or the year before, they made a run at, at the playoffs. They were like mm-hmm. in the conversation in the last couple of weeks of like, oh, are they going to get there? Are they not going to get there? Um, let me see. So uh, just real quick, I do want to say as of now, uh, one Lonzo Ball at halftime, has 14 points. Oh, they're going to pull him. And Vooch uh, has seven. It's a three-point game. Nuggets lead 49-46. So it's a little off on my contracts. It would just be Heald and Bagley. That would even the money with Siakam. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes still has two years left. They might hold him. So... Oh, he's only 29. He's not even 30. Um, hmm... I personally would like to see De'Aaron Fox. I mean, don't you always want to see I don't, the so, good team, the good players on good teams? Yeah, here's my thing. I do think as a, a big fan of De'Aaron Fox, but I don't. I just don't know whose ceiling's higher between him and Halliburton, honestly, because they're two years apart. It's not how old. How old are they? Twenty three and twenty one. Well, I mean, the Raptors have. Kind of have their guy in Fred Van Vliet. I know it's sort of a weird thing to think about. It's true. They paid him big money. They paid him 20 a year. He's a champion. And he's a champion. So to me, that's why the healed thing sort of makes more sense. Fox or Halley kind of throw off your in backcourt dynamic. Yeah, I would rather see... I don't know. I, I would rather see... Uh, I could see healed Bagley in a pick. Buddy healed is 28. Jesus. He is one of the best three-point shooters in league history. Yeah, he's crazy good. I know. I just didn't... I think he was 28. He is older, yeah. Remember the yeah, whole... he was like 22 when he got drafted. Yeah, but then... I never would have thought that I was older than Harrison Barnes. What? In my entire life. I'm older than Harrison Barnes. Uh? Yeah. <laughs> How... Uh, He's 29. Do you remember when um, uh, there was that whole uh, kerfuffle about... Uh, nice. Thank you. About <laughs> Buddy Heald's age? Remember he aged a year over day, overnight? Yeah, because of... Was it because of like the records from the Bahamas? Don't we all age a year overnight? <laughs> well, yeah, but like... Just on he, New Year's Eve. In one interview. Like, because they had just always had his age down wrong. And he goes, oh, no, I'm 20. Oh, I think it was, yeah. oh, it was like during draft interviews. Yeah. He like responded to somebody and was like, no, I'm... Yeah. 22, I, not 21. I don't think something. it was draft interviews. It was like a season or two ago. This was recent. Oh, really? Yeah, this whole thing happened recently. Yeah. Anyways... Um, let me ask you this. If you've got one, uh, you're starting your team with one player from either the Raptors or the Kings, who are you going with? What player? Yeah. No, uh, uh, bench. You're starting your one, one team with one uh, home court arena. Definitely taking Sacramento. Anyways, go <laughs> ahead. Wait a minute. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't know. You know what? I'm uh, Like right now for this season only? You just starting from this moment, you're You'll starting your team? franchise with one team from all De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, is he the biggest star of both teams? Mm, Probably. I think Pascal's the biggest star. Is he? That's fair. It's not been great since the championship for him. No, he he's got hurt. And he you know played in Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like they've had they've had a rough patch. Like they've had a rough go more than anybody probably as far as. Shit, the hoops they had to jump through. Mm-hmm. But De'Aaron Fox is only 23. Yeah, that's true. Halliburton's close. Uh, there. Halliburton's close. Yeah, he's 20, what, 20, 21. Yeah. I would personally like to have De'Aaron Fox over, I think, anybody else uh, on either of those teams. Mm-hmm. Because I think well, there was that whole conversation, you know, oh, who's the fastest player in the league when... Uh, you know, when uh, uh, I think it was Russ was in Houston and then with Washington and then all that, you know, De'Aaron Fox is fast with the ball. Fast is exciting, man. Van Vliet's a good player. He is. Give me give me De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Come on now. I hear you. But he's also fourth, tied for fourth in the league of three-pointers made a game. And he is a good, he got to be a good leader. Right. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, are you the best player? I don't know. So then do you do you go the, and this is, I'm not comparing these two players before I say this, is do you go the uh, CP3 route where you go, I get a good leader, and he's an at, like an above average player, but I get 
Fred Van Viet, and he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. I run that way with it. If or, I'm starting my team, or do I go with just the better player and no one's accused De'Aaron Fox of being a great leader? Um, not to say he's not, but like he's not known as that. Yeah, I think I would call Van Vliet more of a team guy than I'd call him a quote unquote leader. I feel like typically leaders are the best players on your team. I mean, there are situations where yeah. there where it's not the case. Like Kawhi is not is known to not be like a rah rah locker room guy, but he's the best player on your floor, so on the floor and on your team. Yeah. So when he's scoring thirty five and seven, and you know locking down the other team's best player, that's your leader right there. You don't it doesn't need to be said. It doesn't need to be a, a discussion. Yeah. It's just known. Um, so I think that De'Aaron Fox put in the right situation would be a, would be a better fit for either situation, either uh, roster or, or just uh, building the team in general. Yeah. I'd take, I'd take, yeah. The more Uh, I look at this, the more I really want this trade to happen. You get De'Aaron Fox and Hallie with Harrison Barnes, Siakam, Rashawn Holmes, Richard Holmes. There's some, there's some movement. Damian Jones. Ah, I think they could be better. Who's who's the person outside of Ben Simmons and Kyrie? Who's the person that does, that needs to get out of their situation most in the league? Miles Turner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a, the most. Um, I mean, Dame. He has does the, out of his current situation mean swapping CJ for Ben? No, I'm talking. I get mean, it. is that a different situation? Oh, I guess that's a fair question. I think Damian Lillard is wasting is doing the most to waste his career as an all-timer where he's at. Mm. Uh, so I feel like like the most to gain out of leaving their situation, I guess, would in my opinion, would be him. Because he goes from probably a Hall of Famer to if, like a top 20 player if you go and you win something. I mean, Wasn't if, he on the top 75 list? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Was he? I'm pretty sure. Anyways, um, uh, one either was like one of the just missed, or he was on it. One of the. I two. think he. I think. He I was think on Dame it. was on it because we were like Dame and not Dwight. Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. the big thing. Um, I mean, if you put Dame in, let me just throw out a couple teams, and you just give me kind of rapid fire, yes or no's, if you think it would work. Uh, Are these realistic teams or unrealistic teams? Well, because if talk- Dame goes to Chicago, they win a title. E- you just trade Dame for Lonzo straight up. Which wouldn't happen. But Blazers ain't doing that. But okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but also, I don't. I would disagree with that. Actually, I think that in that team, Lonzo's a better fit than than uh, than Maybe. Dame because you have DeRozan, who, like we've said before, is playing like a top seven seven player in the league right now. At this time, probably top five player in the league, although he's out right now. Mm-hmm. You've got Levine, who's an animal. You've got Caruso coming off the bench, who's an animal. You got Vooch needs his touches, and you've got Lonzo, who doesn't need his touches. Yeah, and he is a brilliant defender. Yeah. He also has the ball in his hand a lot. Yeah, but not creates, because he's scoring. Yeah, because he creates. But if Dame has the ball in his hand, it's not like he doesn't create, but I hear you. Yeah, Lillard is Lillard is scoring, yeah. though, and I think he's taking enough away from Lonzo and... Uh, uh, sorry, I think he's taking enough yeah. away from DeRozan and Levine that that doesn't really match up well. That's okay, fair. so let me just throw out a few teams. Rapid fire, yes or no, if this works or not. Uh, if he somehow, by some... let's Let's just take out the who do they trade. Let's just go with if, if this yeah. if Dame finds his way to this team with no trades involved at all. Luca and the Mavericks, does that work? I don't yeah. love it. You don't I, love it. I think it would be one of the most entertaining things to watch. I'd be entertained, of course. But it goes it goes one for one, and how do you guard both? They're both monsters, both uh, killers. Yeah, they don't play any defense. And Luca has one of the highest usage rates in yeah. league history. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. crazy. Um. Uh, Indiana, you're yeah, you're adding you're adding Dame to Karis Levert and Malcolm Brogdon. Well, not just that, you're also adding him to Sabonis and Miles Turner in this instance. Yeah, so let's like, just say that's a that's a pretty good team. If that's your starting five. That's probably an Eastern Conference contender. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If Dame goes to LA, I feel like we agree that that works. Yeah. Either team. Yeah. Yeah. Either one. Okay. If he goes to the Knicks, does do him and Julius Randle along with Tibbs get him to a top four seed? No, I think that is top the same. Top four seed? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I think that's the yeah. same situation he's in now. Is the most lethal offense we've ever seen, including the 2017 Warriors, 2018 Warriors, uh, the uh, the Nets plus Damian Lillard instead of Kyrie? Oof. No. No? 
it's too much. Too much. Yeah. Okay. It probably goes oh, to the whole situation, but I think it's even <laughs> it's obviously too much more. Too much. Okay. What about the Sixers? Something that's on the not on the table, like realistically, but like I feel like that could happen. I feel like it could make sense. Yeah, that, that one that works scares more. the crap out of me. Yeah, that one scares me way more than that does. Damon, the JoJo. closest they got to a title was having a killer on their team and yep. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and Damon Lillard's fucking God. He's a, just a fucking assassin. I don't like it, and I, I, it's horrifying. Damian Lillard is one of my. I've said this la- a couple years ago in a in a fuck off. He's everyone's favorite player that isn't quite their favorite player. He's just so much fun to watch. He, mm-hmm. he, the way he sent off the Thunder, the way he sent off the Rockets in that in the you know the Lillard got it that whole thing. Man, yeah. I love Damian Lillard. He's harder to not love. All right, what about the Heat? No, doesn't work because like you can't add him to because you've. Too many players. There's too much in the way. Okay, so just, let's just say they you sub out Kyle Lowry for Damian Lillard. No. Doesn't work. Uh, I like it. I Does, don't hate it, but I just don't think it works because I don't think... I don't know how him and Jimmy Butler are going to either mesh or clash personality-wise. Scary. Those are two scary dudes together. I don't like that. Yeah, but Jimmy's been known to not like you if you don't want to do what he wants to do. Well, but Lillard and Dan, I feel like I feel like it's very similar to the Paul George Kawhi situation where they're similar enough players mentality wise that it didn't work though, did it? Well, it hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't. But they got to their the best finish the Clippers have ever had in franchise history in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, they didn't make the finals. But they did better than any other Clippers team ever has, and then mm-hmm. Kawhi tore his fucking ACL or whatever. For sure. So I don't, I don't think I that you. didn't work, quote unquote. Yeah. But um, what about the? Uh, give me the. Uh, give me the Wizards. <laughs> Actually, what happens with the Wizards if you add if you add Lillard to Beal? So much, they're murderers. What happens to the Nuggets if you add Lillard to Jokic? Uh, that instead of Jamal Murray, that would that's be sick. That would be fucking sick. awesome. That would be insane. <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, either one of those is great because I, you, Lillard comes in as on, on the Wizards. He's the best player in that scenario, right? He's better than Bradley Beal. Do the Bucks break the uh, NBA win record all time if Damian Lillard is with Giannis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like their uh, composition. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Well, the Warriors are about to I, do that, I love Drew Holiday. Super important. Bobby Portis, man. <laughs> playing out of his mind let me give you one kind of kind of a brain bender for me what about damian lillard on the wolves instead of d'lo i don't think the only way the wolves get better is if they get rid of both d'lo and cat and you can keep anthony edwards and here's why i think cat's mentality is just done i don't think there's really saving it at least in Minnesota, like you have to move to change your own mentality. So I don't think it changes unless they get rid of cat. Like, I don't, no, I, I think, think D always been D He's going to be D anywhere. Right. I don't think cat has the mentality to like, let's go get it. Hmm. Okay. But I think Anthony Edwards learning from Damian Lillard. I think a lot make, of that though has to do cat with Celtic. I think that's one of the rare trades that could work. Whoa. For who? One of them. <laughs> for one. Brown or Tatum? They're not getting rid of Tatum. I I thought you meant like it's going to work for who? And he's like, either team, I guess. One one of them. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so you're saying put Cat in place of... You can't trade... Ennis Freedom or whoever they're starting with. You can't trade... It has to be for Tatum. What? Tatum's the bigger piece. Like if you're going to... If you're quote unquote going to make the trade work, the Celtics aren't trading... And the the Timberwolves aren't taking back Jalen Brown. For Carl Anthony Towns. Not 1-1. One, one. You got to add pieces. You got to add pieces. The, they might 1-1 one, one it for Jason Tatum, though. Yeah, they would, but the Celtics ain't giving up on Jason Tatum. He's 23 years old, and he's like a top mm, 15 player in the league. Is Jason Tatum a top 15 player in the league? I mean, their stats this season are almost identical. Tatum and Brown. Yeah, but Brown's like a known better Brown's the defender. better overall right. player. Tatum has the higher ceiling and yeah. is younger. Yeah, yeah. 12-time Tatum, that's what they call him. He's one-time All-Star right now. but he, So he's 23, is that what we said? Yeah. I think so. so he's 23. He's been in the league for three years? Four years. Four years. And we all kind of agreed your best years don't come until your seventh year in. Around there. Extent. Depends on your age. So in three years, he's already putting up 30-point games like it's nothing. Right? So if in three years he just gets better and more efficient at scoring and then hits his prime and explodes, you're looking at one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen. 
if trends hold. Hmm. I think Brown makes more sense anyway. I think if you're the Wolves, you'd rather take Brown and another piece. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart. Whew. Something like that. You're talking about blowing shit up, but honestly, that would work. I mean, Cat in the if East you have is Tatum scary. and Cat. Tatum and Cat, you have a problem. You got Kobe and not Shaq, but not <laughs> super far off. Not Kobe and Powell. Yeah. 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 yeah, I like that. But good, good call. I like that. I like that a lot better than the Kobe and Shaq comp, but. Because there's, 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 there is no comfort. I want it to Shaq. be known that we're halfway through the third quarter on this uh, Nuggets Bulls game, and Lonzo still only has 14 points. Yes. If this motherfucker does not score one more point, I'm gonna lose my fucking. What mind. does Vooch have? Vooch is at nine. What was your over under for him? Wait, what? Vucevic has nine points. Damn, 19. Eh? Oh, it's halftime though. It's halfway through the third quarter, or oh. nearly halfway through the third. Yeah. Sixers and Hornets are in overtime. Yes, sir, they are. All right, everybody. I think that's probably going to do it for us here this week at Yay Basketball Overtime. Um, I uh, I believe this week we're working on having a, a, well, not this week for release this week, but next week we're working on having a guest uh, to do an all-games episode as well as our Yay Basketball Game Show and the overtime. So look, look for that. Embiid has 43 and 14. Oh, shit. Oh. In Uber's overtime. Got yeah, Uber's got 35. I was Jesus. just talking shit. Before the Damn. Oh, and the Grizzlies are kind of blowing out the heat by like 15. So, Wow. Well, that's a hell of a game. 43 and 14 with six assists. No blocks, though. Um, and I want to point out real quick. Well, my Wizards did lose. They only lost by six. Ah, that's unfortunately that does not Still matter. It's like an L. Fighting you, back. You know who else? You know who else? Back and forth we have gone. Oh, this is ESPN just hijacking the podcast. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Kyle, you got anything for the people on this yay basketball overtime? Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Justin, you got anything for the people? Don't worry, Wizards faithful. We're coming back. Yeah, I don't know about all that. 43 and 14 for the best big man in the league. That's right. You heard me say it. Not the Joel Embiid, best big man. <laughs> we'll see you next week for maybe three episodes. Don't forget, yay basketball.